Tonight on Elvis Beck and Pod form. Katya Zanana. I really miss the whole saxophone deal. Cody Fade. Sink your teeth into this brined flesh. And me, Byron Hussey. It's very beautiful. That's it. Thanks. Hey everybody, welcome to Alpha's Back in Pod Form, episode 55. Breaking up is hard to do. My name is Byron Hussey, and I'm joined tonight by Katya. Hello. Zenana. Yes, that's me. <laughs> triumphant, triumphant return to the cast after a, a, a little bit of a hiatus, hiatus but we've made up. Uh, the feud yeah, has I'm ended. very happy to be back. Yeah, I'm very happy. It was pretty dicey there for a while um, with that feud we were having, but now it's resolved. Water under the bridge yeah. or over the dam, um, and we also have Cody. Hey, Byron, what's going on, man? Doing an Alf at podcast about Alf. That's what's happening right now. This uh, is how we're spending our lives. Yep. Huh. Like a few minutes of the life. And then, like, here's the thing. Like, people say, say like, oh, well, I wasted all this time doing alpha podcasts. But then it's like, after you die, like, you're just gone. You don't get to turn around and say, like, gee, I wish I hadn't done those alpha podcasts. So take some take some solace in that. Yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. I feel, <laughs> I feel better. Once you're dead, you don't regret anything you do because you're incapable of regret. Because and other people will uh, appreciate that they didn't do an ALF podcast. Yeah. You know? So right. they're like, they can feel a little bit better about themselves that they were not those guys who did this podcast. Yeah, like I'm glad I, now that they're dead, I'm glad I wasn't the one who wasted some portion of my life doing an ALF podcast. Exactly, exactly. That will bring them some joy, some fleeting joy. It, it's kind of beautiful when you look at it that way. It's very beautiful. So um, this is what the I think f- third episode of the s- third season. Um, yes. And it is called "Breaking Up Is Hard to Do." It aired October seventeenth, nineteen eighty-eight, which is pretty close to today's date. Actually, I think we're ten days past that um, as of recording. Uh, Actually, and thirty years ago. Thirty years, yeah, thirty years and ten days. Um, that's kind of cool. So that's like what twelve thousand something d- days. I can't do that math. Um, <laughs> and this is based. The song is um, by Neil Sedaka. Sedaka, breaking up is hard to do. Released uh, June nineteen sixty-two. Um, Cody, do you have any experience with Neil Sedaka? Um, I was not a teenager in the early 60s, so I missed it. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Neil Sedaka? Yes. And I've heard this song for sure. But yeah, um, I don't know. Like this kind of 60s music is just kind of, it almost feels like novelty music to me. It's like it is, it is novelty music. It's not good. Yeah. No, no, not at all. 
Like you wouldn't listen to it for pleasure. And it's no. not even it's not even interesting, like historically or anything like that. It's just kind of trash. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's just uh all all it is is it's the high watermark of um youth culture, youth consumer culture mm-hmm. sort of forming in a post-war America and that's about it. Yeah. Like that's literally it. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I guess that's historically interesting. Um, looks like the Partridge family also recorded a breaking up is hard to do single. Is that in reference to a family breaking up, like a broken home? Wow. You know, I never <laughs> thought about it like that, but that's kind of heavy. The Partridge family usually stays in uh, lighter territory. Oh, they're, I think they're in violation of some child labor laws. But um, that's neither here nor there. Um, okay, so um, any any uh, updates from either of you before we dive in to the um, really meat and potatoes of the? Well, I, I, I did have I did have a question before we started. Okay. Uh, so the uh, the the sexy rendition of the Alf song, the kind of saxophone. Is that yeah. season three? Is that when they changed to that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I see. I haven't been on in a couple episodes, and I definitely don't watch this unless I have to. Yeah. And I was cu- I was just curious when that came in. It's interesting because um, since season three started, we've had this sort of staggered um, cast, um, and e- every episode we've talked about the beginning because it's been new to somebody, and I think this is the first time for both of you. So. Uh, we can do some fresh takes on it. Katya, what do you think of the new starting? I kind of enjoy the new um, song, yeah. and the new track, because uh, I um, I really miss the whole saxophone deal. Because, yeah. Um, it's, it's been away for a long while now, and I'm, I'm kind of nostalgic about that. And... Um, but I'm not sure I like the visuals that go with it because in the first seasons you have this little story that you kind of witness in the opening with Alf filming stuff around the house and I thought that was kind of charming whereas just like a slideshow of what happened in the previous episodes is kind of yeah. boring. My, my take on it is that it seems weirdly soon to be doing this like retrospective version of the starting it seems like something you do in like season eight like look how far we've come look at all these memories this is like a like a clip show from season one and two like you know let's not do the victory lap yet you know we still have a lot of uh alf to to to, to get through here um but it's also interesting because uh, how far we've come cannot really be applied to Alf. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really. But so. I, I mean, I remember watching it when I was a kid, and I remember that sort of seeming like appropriate. Like, yeah, we, we Alf has been on for so long. Look at all these memories we have. But uh, two seasons, it's not, it's not that long. So what you're saying is you wish there were eight seasons of Alf and that no. would be the opening in the eighth season. No. <laughs> no, I don't wish that. I don't. I just think that it's like typically narcissistic of like Paul, Paul Fusco like uh to want to, to to like 
celebrate his show that to that extent after such a short period of time. Uh, but yeah, I do miss the days where there were like blistering saxophone solos in the middle of like uh, rock and roll songs. Um, that was fun. Cody, what's your favorite sax track? So I, I guess one of my favorite uses of the saxophone is the, it's a band called X-Ray Specs. They're like a weird punk uh, jazz hybrid band from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, I, I can get down to some sax in that context for sure. That sounds pretty cool. Um, I like that song. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like, do you guys guys know that one? You know the one? Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Katya, do you know that song? I mean, it's it's perfect already in your rendition. I don't really have to know the original. It's true. Plus. The good news is this is recording, so you can go back Everyone and listen to it. Everyone's going to get to hear it yeah. over and over. <laughs> Probably should upload it separately, like on SoundCloud. Bonus track. Yeah. Or, ooh, you know what I could do? Patreon. Pa- Patreon. Paywall. <laughs> Everybody... I'm sure James is going to love that. Yeah. Uh, I have more patrons than just James. Thank you. I have a total of three. Uh, but... The, but... But they're going to hate it. And James is the only one who's going to love it. Well, fuck them. I mean... Well, hey, now, <laughs> I, I'm a patron. You know I'm a card-carrying Biropod patron. Am I? Are you? I, I am. Mean, yeah, I know. At, I know. I know all my the, patrons. At the $1 <laughs> level. Yeah. I should um, become a patron of Biropod. <laughs> should I be, like, dividing up the uh, proceeds among my guests? No. Yeah, you're right. Just I mean, it. I, believe it or not, I actually spend like a hundred bucks a year hosting. I mean, uh, yeah, hosting these uh, things on SoundCloud. I believe that. But it's okay because I I make plenty of cash through my uh, job, so I can afford it. What kind of car do you drive? Um, I drive a Mazda three. Hatchback. Oh, those are cool. I, I yeah. like those. Those yeah. are nice. Cody, what what kind of car do you drive? Uh. Well, I share a Mitsubishi Galant with my girlfriend, so that's cool. Yeah, I, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty sweet. It's O uh, three. It's pretty dope. I like those kinds of cars that have like modified words as their name, like Gallant, Galant, kind of thing. This <clears> is <throat> actually a Jerry Seinfeld bit, so I'm gonna back out of it. Okay, <laughs> uh, so. Alf breaking up is hard to do. This is a Akamonic heavy episode. Um, it's primarily about the Akamonics, the relationship, and the premise is that uh, Raquel throws Trevor out of the house, and he comes to live with the Tanners, uh, much much to the consternation of Alf, and I guess everybody else too, because he's a pain in the butt. So, how did you guys feel about this episode of Alf? Not a fan. Oh, go ahead. No, it's no. your turn. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Not a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you a fan of any Alf episode, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you okay. can just keep reusing that line. Yeah. Um, 
I I don't know. I I didn't like the episode, mm-hmm. and I felt like there the, um, there were too many jokes that were not jokes and kind of just repetitive lines that you were supposed to be laughing at. But there's nothing funny about that. Yeah. A little well, bit more than usual for Alf. I think that they at just had to give the um, they had to give the story room to breathe because it was such a rich um, narrative that you don't want to like oh yeah you know clog it up with too many gags. I feel. Um, yeah, sure. But what I enjoyed about this episode is how much rage we see on screen from Willie. Yeah, and it feels real. You know, something feels real there. Yeah, and I enjoyed that. I actually li- listened or watched the episode at double speed, um, and in so doing, missed many of Willie's lines because he just he just read them so quickly <laughs> that it just turned into this indecipherable uh, blur of rage, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Maybe you should upload that audio too for the patrons. <laughs> yeah, that'll out. be a that'll be like a bookend to the song. Maybe you could do like a remix, with like that, and then the other song. And the saxophone. And the sax solo in the middle. Um, so, sounds majestic. Yeah. I love it. So the episode begins at the, as many do, at the breakfast table. In America, kitchen table talk. Um, Kate makes ham and eggs. Seems like a heavy breakfast, but it appears to be the weekend. Um, nope, Willie's going to work, so this she's making ham and eggs on a weekday morning. Um, that seems excessive, right? Am I crazy? No, that's a lumberjack breakfast. You don't. Yeah. Maybe but on a there Sunday. Is like one one plate for the whole family <laughs> and out. So that's called I'm family sure. style here in the United States, Katya. You probably don't have it in Russia, but we have a family style <laughs> meal. Um, uh, it's a tiny plate though for yeah. a family. It's not like a big plate. They do the same thing in the Middle East in some places. Just a, there's a big pile of like communal food. Just pick. It's really good. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with like one plate. For the whole family, that's that's normal. But it's just yeah. like I'm just saying, it's not too much small fit a plate. there. Well, here's yeah. a, they all have their own plates too, right? Yeah, yeah. The so idea is that they're kind of dishing this out buffet style. Yeah, passing it around, passing uh, it out, connecting yeah. over a meal mm-hmm. of a ton of protein and salt. Like a warm family moment, feeling sort of the the warmth of love from each of your family members um, eating the delicious breakfast. You just uh, sink your teeth into this brined flesh. Yep. Smile and nod. Maybe a little bit salty, a little bit sweet. A lot salty, let's face it. Um, Alf sneezes. Well, first of all, Alf thinks the whole plate is just for him. Um, And then after he's corrected, he sneezes onto it. And um, Lynn decides she's in the mood for oatmeal. Willie's going to get breakfast at work. And uh, Brian has to change his clothes. Um, so. Because of the egg flying all over him. Yeah, from the egg spray. 
Presumably some mucus also. Surprised um, Alf doesn't have like alien germs that infect and and kill the tanners and the whole planet. Maybe he does. It's just like a slow process. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> Painful. So we get an appearance from Jake, um, who's coming into prominence as a like a character, full time character in season three here. I guess uh, the Ekmanics broke up. We broke two homes. Um, any thoughts on Jake? My computer's screwing the pooch again. Let's see if oh, I can yeah. close close some stuff. I've got two like mini tabbed browser windows o- windows open. That's probably not helping. That is that is not a power user move. No. Okay. Get, quit out of your comet cursor. Yeah. Shut down your bonsai buddy. <laughs> I, I would if I could. He, he's kind of he sticks there. <laughs> um, I actually did download the bonsai buddy. Um, <laughs> I thought it was like a real program. Like it seemed, it really sold itself. You know? Did you guys have the bonsai buddy? Either of you? I, I had. No, what what is it? Had... Bonsai buddy is like a little virtual assistant that lives in your computer like a purple ape and he'd like you downloaded it and he would introduce himself like in like a really bad computer voice he's like i'm bonzi i'm bonzi buddy your new virtual assistant i can help you search websites and and things like that um maybe i wonder if there's a like a modern day bonzi buddy like emulator probably I would I would prefer uh, somebody to help me stop searching stuff. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's like it's enough for today. You know, stop this. But Bonzi Bonzi Buddy was notorious um, spyware, so uh. a little bit controversial, but worth it for the ape, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing uh, nothing comes without a price. So. Yeah. If you want this delightful uh, primate on your computer, you're going to have to give up your credit card. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, I think you could also get like a virtual like stripper in a similar. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the same kind of deal. Like it, it appeared as like a little avatar above your start menu. Yeah. Like down there, and it would just kind of. Both in the case of the the stripper one and the Bonzi buddy, they would just kind of wiggle around and caper about. Yeah, it's like a fun idea having a little little character in your computer, um, kind of like a latter day Siri. I think Bonzi buddy is actually the precursor to Siri. Is uh, does uh, Clippy the paperclip fit into the evolution? I think so. But he's more of like, just like a help menu, within some specific applications. Bonzi right, Buddy's more it, like holistic. That's true. No, you're you're right. And and Siri also spies on your personal business. So yeah, it doesn't really. But what doesn't? No. It's Everything true, but right. does. It doesn't really bother me because like, who, who even cares? Like what? Yeah. I, like like one of yeah. literally a billion metadata sets yeah like, i think uh, it's uh i think it's a baby boomer thing to flip out about that because it's 
It's really, it's really every, everyone else. Yeah, it's like it, it doesn't. You're just you're just another uh, algorithm in the world, and you'll die. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like it, it's it, meaningless, and it's it's really right. like it seems much more nefarious than it is. Like like they could go maybe get some like audio recordings you did when you talked to Siri. They won't. <laughs> they could. Um, I know some people that swear up and down that like they get like Facebook ads targeted to them based on things they've like spoken out loud without ever. Like... Oh, that's definitely true. That, Is that's it? true for me. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you talk about something and it then like narrows your search to that but in a way. Passively, like listening in. Yeah. Yeah. Like your phone is listening to what you're saying. I just like wonder. That. I just wonder if uh, there isn't some other explanation for that. I like, just, I'm, I'm skeptical. Yeah, it just sounds so stupid. It's like, <laughs> Katya, I'm sorry. Like, I just, sorry. But I love you, but you're, you're full of shit. This is completely ridiculous. Well, here's the thing. Oh. It's sort of like the same phenomenon where you like, you're just more primed to notice things that you would have would have otherwise disregarded because it was on your mind recently you know what i'm saying like like you you're talking about like french toast and then suddenly like you see a commercial for a french toast oh just just talk about see it what and, happens. Uh, and see what happens and how many french toast as you'll get but for me it was like i would talk like with my friend about something I don't really have a good example, but then if I were to search about that topic, the search would be weirdly specific. Like, that's not the regular search you would get. It would be, like, specifically about what we were talking about. Like, Google, you know, those autocomplete, auto-suggestion for searches would would uh, suggest that. So that was kind of... Yeah. yeah. But uh, even there, you're you're providing some input other than the the voice. So Yeah, know. but uh, you but, know, well, still weird. All I'm right, just, let's move on. I'm let's just, talk about it, the I'm intensely intensely skeptical of this, but yeah, let's I agree. Let's move on. Um let's not let this cause another multi episode rift between us. Um <laughs> Oh no, we don't want that. <laughs> um so Trevor comes to stay. Um, Alf is annoyed because he's like a, a sloth. Oh, hey, yeah. So is uh, is that what type of animal Alf is? Is he a sloth? Maybe. <laughs> I think he's been referred to as a dog and a kangaroo. Um, I think that's it. Or so, like he's he's the the kind of the bullshit thing they do or like there's always a, a Melmac equivalent of something. Is he the, the sloth, uh, uh, on Melmac? And it just so happened that sloths inv- evolved to be intelligent. Maybe sloths, um, on earth used to be much bigger, like mega megafauna. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you could ride one with your family. Yeah. I, I don't know if those were, um, 
herbivores or not. That'd be pretty terrifying if, if one of those giant sloths came after you. Is it sloths well, or sloths? Slugs. Sloths. Sloths. Uh, Katya, what is the Russian for sloth? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> what is it? I think it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, lenivitz. Lenivitz. Just made lenivitz, which means just like mm. a lazy, a, 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 a lazy uh, creature. So that they were, were both uh, sort of using the same word for sloth. Like it's, it's the same double meaning. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure because uh, we don't really have them in Russia. Yeah, we so do have a lot is, of them in the United States. Translated. Yeah, in England, <laughs> had a lot of sloths too. Sloths. Um. I mean, we do too, but there's just people, so. <laughs> so it's kind of like on Melmac with, with humans. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Like Alpha's to move into the garage. Um. I took a few. She's notes. really mad. He's really it, mad about having to move back to the garage. Yeah. Just like pretty nice garage. So he should just relax, I think. Yeah, they've got their uh, they've got their Tandy computer set up in there and Mm-hmm. I mean it's clean. Very clean. I, I, I don't know I don't know what your garages were like uh growing up, but every garage I've ever been inside of is like filthy with just yeah, my, dust. My garage right now is filthy. I was actually just talking to Carrie about it this morning um, that we actually have to clean out the garage, maybe even this weekend. Oh, wow. Are you going to, are you going to power wash that bad boy? I don't have a power washer, um, but it's just like full yeah, of card can... cardboard. Well, that, that would go right through it. That would take, that would take care of it. <laughs> that, would, that would clear it right out of there. You can, you can just rinse it out into the driveway and uh, down into the sewer. It's a lot of cardboard, like basically like all of our moving boxes from like two years ago are still in there. Well, what I would recommend is just um, commit to doing a little bit of it every day. That's what I've uh, thought to do, but never, never actually do it. Well, that, so, it's because it's because you're missing the power washer. That's the be, piece of the equipment. To be fair, that the garage is filled with spiders. Like many, many spiders. Yeah, no, no, thanks. So it's very, very, very scary in there. Um, I, I do have a gas yeah. can in there that I could maybe like spray <laughs> Just set, set it on fire. <laughs> there you go. Just burn it to the ground. Um, I, uh, I have something stuck in my craw before we. Okay. Uh, at the beginning of this episode, uh, when Jake enters. Uh, Alf calls him Jake your booty. Yes. And I just think that's disgusting and weird and Yeah. I feel like it's interesting because I think booty had not yet come as much into prominence at that point it, at least in sort of um common vernacular um as it is now and it, it was that was like a reference to that one song from like right. the seventies, um, okay. That's how that's that's my take on it. I might be wrong. Yeah. Well, uh, all that being said, I I just didn't appreciate it. Yeah. At all. Like this whole thing about like big badonkadonk juicy booties. 
you know, I feel like that's a little bit more recent. It was like a little bit more yeah. of a tame slang when it was originally came around. I could be totally wrong about this. I don't know. I don't know what's going no, on. No, no, I, I, I agree with what I agree with what you're saying. I think you're correct. It's just that I don't I don't care about that. It still makes me sick. Yeah, no, it's gross. It's very gross. I mean, he's a gross kid, too. Actually, I think Lynn even says like that he makes her physically ill. He does have a uh, like a skull shirt. Like yeah, a <laughs> yeah. I noted that, noted that. That shirt, that shirt is sick. Yeah, it was Jake. really cool. It looked stunting on him. It looked a lot like the um, Undertale skull. Yeah, thing. yeah, totally. Fans Undertale. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that shirt would work well in like two thousands. You yeah. know, yeah, you know, like, like a Tumblr fashion. Style. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Um, that that was sort of like part of like the the bad boy trope in the eighties, like skull icon iconography and like sort of like punk rock stuff too. Um but now it's more like just cool fashion for everybody. I think my um flatmate Yulia, she has more uh t shirts with skulls on them than she has <laughs> t shirts without skulls. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I don't think I have yeah. any skull t shirts, unfortunately. Um my son Max but... not named after Max Wright, by the way. Um <laughs> has a Star Wars shirt um where the stormtrooper is a skeleton. Um it's a Halloween themed Star Wars shirt so he's got some mm. skull shirts my uh my favorite part of star wars is when they celebrate halloween yeah <laughs> they should make a star wars halloween special like sort of like the um they try to get it right what they messed up in the christmas special like finally do it right like the yep. big halloween variety show um yeah there's nothing inherently flawed with the format of a variety show at all no you it, you could nail it. It seems like the kind of thing that um, Grandpa Munster could host if he were still alive. Ooh, yeah. Maybe, oh, you Just know what they could right. do? They could darken him, bring him back with CG. There we go. There we go. Or Vincent Price would be good, too. Yeah. So put, uh, put a bunch of electrodes all over Andy Circus, and he yeah. can bring Vincent Price back to life. It's a great idea. It's gonna cost a hundred milli, but worth it. Um, I remember Vincent Price doing um, Tylex commercials when I was a kid. Doing Tylex? Yeah, like the mildew remover. Like, okay. do you, do you have scary mildew in your? I don't. This is the worst Vincent Price. <laughs> Pretty lackluster. <laughs> do Do you have? Scary mildew. <laughs> I, I, uh, I doubt either of you could do better, frankly. Uh, you're yeah, right. I'm not in the mood. I'm right, yeah. Um, so we got Jake. Jake, your booty. My computer is uh, slowing down again. Yep. Are you on? Wow. 
Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, this is like a fucking pain in the ass. Gotta do something about this. I don't know what. No, no, I was just, Byron, I was trying to say that you should uh, invest some of that major Patreon money in your equipment there. Yeah. Maybe you should install that buddy. What? what Bonzi buddy what could buddy? fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Bonzi yeah. Buddy. <laughs> I could just say, Bonzi buddy, please <laughs> fix my computer. Up, okay, bye, uh, processor. <laughs> <laughs> Bonzi buddy, uh, I'm having some performance issues. I'll get I'll get right on it, Byron. I will attempt to optimize your mother motherboard. <laughs> Rearrange some ROM. <laughs> uh, remember, uh, in the olden days, you get like a computer, and then you could like upgrade the RAM. Like, I'm gonna put some more RAM in here. Uh, uh, did, you, well, <laughs> did you ever do you, that? You know that people, still, that still people happens. do that. <laughs> that still happens, dude. It's still happening. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, I yeah. Feel like it, I feel like it doesn't happen as much. No, am I crazy? Well, yeah. I mean, definitely. Like the performance of of the average PC is kind of plateaued, but like, I just feel still... like now everyone has a computer, so more people who don't care for that get computers and don't do anything. Whereas in the olden days, only people who could actually do something with computers. Yeah. Them, you know. Yeah. What we're um, what we're saying is you just don't know how to use your computer properly. Oh, I mean, I think it's I think I think I think we're talking about like there are certainly of course people that like build their own computers. Um and then you of course you buy some RAM, throw that in there. Um I think that you know like I don't think it's as common as it once was to then say, "Well, that's not enough RAM. I'm going to go buy more." shove that in there like is it I, i'm skeptical guys skeptical. well i think people who like game professionally or like seriously still definitely do that because you have to have like a right yeah i guess that know, makes sense yeah very powerful yeah. computer so it's just like they're always keeping up with the latest gaming requirements like right the, the so rather than buying a whole new computer you just replace the parts that are out of date okay what what one thing that's really interesting is if um because recently all of the bitcoin mining that's been happening so if you go um like there's a fry's electronics on the north side here if you go there all of the graphics cards are gone because people are just buying them up to build bitcoin rigs wow so it's not like you know in their early to you know like 2010 it's not like you know you can just go oh yeah they'll have a graphics card on the shelf you just go grab one it's like no 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 like the, the it's it's completely changed the market for them because everybody's trying to build bitcoin rigs that's uh it's very cyberpunk yeah yeah what about uh could you build a a dogecoin um rig only <laughs> if only if you uh wore a translucent raincoat and uh, a Google Glass while you yeah. set it up. Is there a uh, Pepe coin or a, or a Kek- Kekistan coin? A Proud Boys coin. I'm just wondering. I don't know if it's a thing. There's probably a Proud Boy I gar- coin. I guarantee you there's more than one white supremacist cryptocurrency because yeah. they would have vested interest in a currency that can't be traced or. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Why wouldn't they just use Bitcoin, though? Yeah. 
kind of heavy. Hmm. Okay. Is there an elf coin? <laughs> Maybe I'll make it. Oh, we should. We should make it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna go to the this store. There's literally only one coin. It's just hidden somewhere. Just you one. have to physically mine it. Actually, a single, a single elf coin, and it's actually also a pog. Ooh, yeah, so good. So, um, yeah. Speaking of uh, Jake's um, skull shirt, I also noted here that Raquel appears to wear like the top for like nursing scrubs all the time. Like, yeah, it's got these like nursing scrub kind of uh, playful patterns, but still very like down to business. What do you think, Katya? What did you think of the uh, wardrobe in general in this episode? Textiles. Oh, I, I only pay attention to Kate, and out of all of her uh, outfits, I only remember the nightgown. Really. Yeah, she she was pretty dressed down in this episode. I seem to remember. Oh, her she had a t-shirt white. as well. Whoa! I don't. She doesn't wear t-shirts very often. Well, she was very distraught by this whole <laughs> business of having to host a, a neighbor yeah. in their house. So there are some allegations of, um, first of all, I think we also, um, forgot to talk about, um, pre-credits. There's a very misogynistic line. Um, oh yeah. Something about like typical drama, woman, female, oh, yeah. typical yeah. female, like this yeah. is, a, this is just a very straight faced line delivered by Alf, like Typical female bullshit, whining. Do you guys remember what the line was? Uh, it was uh, that uh, uh, Raquel feels that uh, he, uh, he, she's not being appreciated. Yeah. And, uh... I'm gonna try to play the play the the audio as as a as a drop. That's what they call it in the biz. Hey. You crawl under people's houses, you hear things. That's a, uh, Alf says mul in multiple times in the episode, hey, you crawl under people's houses, you hear things. Um, do we have any theories as to why he's repeatedly crawling under the Akmonic's house? Hated the joke, but I like the, the, uh, the image that kind of pops into your head of him crawling under the house. That's kind of horrorish. Like a, I love, like a I like it. a vermin, like a giant rat. Yeah, just imagine like in the night he's there, like scratching and crawling, and I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a very good image, you know. Yeah, vile beast, scurrying, <laughs> yeah. lurking, crawling. <laughs> Trying to find this. Uh, you crawl under people's clip. houses. You hear things. Raquel thinks it's Trevor's very stale. I found he it. Doesn't appreciate her. All right. Some other female paranoia nonsense. <laughs> female paranoia nonsense is the line. Uh, yeah, pretty gross. And then they, gross. they they look at him kind of in disbelief, and you feel like they will, you know, reprimand him for saying that somehow, and. He just says that, you know, you crawl under people's houses, you hear things. Yeah. So he thinks they're mad at him for overhearing this. Yeah, no, they, they don't they agree with the female stuff. They're just they're just weirded out 
by how he knows this. Yeah. Yeah. That was surprising to me. Yeah. It was a different time, not all that long ago, and allegedly after the women's liberation movement, which, would, by the way, they sort of gave up on because it was, like, done, and then we still had this stuff, you know, Hillary's emails and stuff like that. Yeah. Mission right. accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Donald Rumsfeld out there doing his thing. You know, what John that, Ashcroft what, getting down. Singing, singing about the, you know, do, what was that? The name of that, uh, like acapella group that John Ashcroft was in with some other. Uh, I forget. I forget the name of the group, but I remember their big song. Was it like "Let the Eagle Soar" or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I seem to remember that featured prominently in like a Michael Moore movie. Yeah, that was in Fahrenheit 9/11. I'm pretty yep. sure. Yeah. Um. So Trevor moves in. Um. There's some strange... A lot of the episode was, like, Alf trying to make plans to get Trevor out. Like, um, he calls all of the neighbors to um, try to convince them to take Trevor in. Um, Do you guys want to know the neighbors he called? Yes, please. Um, The Metcalfs, the Polmanskis, the Montenegros... The Gans, the Luskatovs, the Metzgers, the Fetzkers, the Schmitzkis, the Kipkis, the Fines, the Fines, the Steins, the Limbecks, the Willards, the Hogans, the Logans, and the Kogans. And all of them <laughs> learned about the breakup. <laughs> the, the, the line for that was, do these names ring a bell? List of names. <laughs> and then after that, um, Alf is just like, what was the question? Um <laughs> And then Willie threatens to pull every hair out of Alf's neck. That's pretty yeah. abusive, right? It's like abusive it, language. He has a lot of hair. Like, you would just be ripping his flesh away if you did yeah. that. That's like some Guantanamo. <laughs> Guantanamo. Guantanamo. <laughs> like, Guantanabonzi. <laughs> That's like some Don, Donald Rumsfeld level. That's a real, um, that's a real John Ashcroft move. <laughs> It was an Ashcroft enhanced interrogation. Enhanced interrogation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very, yeah. Who <laughs> was, oh, that's a very, it's a, like a Condi Rice kind of move. Like, Ooh, Condoleezza. How you yeah. doing, girl? Yeah. Do you guys remember um, when Momar Gaddafi was, uh, fell in love with Condoleezza Rice? Oh, yeah, yeah like, there was I something like that, that yeah. I missed like, that one. He was obsessed with her. He had like a like a binder full of pictures of her. He called. He had a his, weird name for her as well, right? Like his African queen or something like that. So it was wow. kind of racist, whatever it was. Um, well, Momar himself was African, correct? Yeah, so I guess it's not, so, not racist when he does it. Probably not. Yeah, kind of like a North North African. I don't know if that's. This is like I shouldn't be talking about this. Let's move on. Um, so uh, another attempt Alf makes is to send Tre- uh, Raquel flowers from Trevor, um, which he, which Trevor misinterprets as Willie um, trying to woo Raquel. Um, and 
And that costs seventy nine ninety nine, something like that. Yeah, plus uh, plus delivery, uh, and tax, and tax. Um, I looked it up. Seventy nine ninety ninety five, I think it was. Um, uh, with inflation, is um one hundred and seventy five dollars in today's money. So that's, that's a lot uh, of money. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Um, justifies release rage. Um, There's a lot of episodes of him being like really mad at Alf in this episode. I like yeah. the one where he looks like he's about to throw some eggs at Alf <laughs> yeah. in the kitchen. And uh, that was kind of funny. I'm not sure that was written in the script. It felt like it was just like Max yeah. Wright. Um, Using him, him being in the kitchen and preparing breakfast, yeah, and having good, those eggs. Good yeah. improv. He was probably aiming for uh, Paul Fusco's head underneath <laughs> the uh, stage. Yeah, probably. That would uh, that would be a pain in the ass to get egg on that puppet. <laughs> it would. You have to take it to the dry cleaner. Yeah, they probably had like a few elves lying around, right? <laughs> Sure. Oh, uh, Alv uh, 4 broke down. We're going to have to pop the eyebrows off of 2 and uh, yeah. see what, see if we can make it work. They definitely had like the costume, too, but it looked nothing like the puppet. So No, just... no. It's, do you remember when they uh, did the Star Wars prequels and they did Yoda first as a, as a puppet and then they kind of abruptly switched to CGI and it yeah. looked... Like they didn't even have the same model to work from. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, they, they've made multiple attempts, including with the most recent Star Wars movie to to recreate Yoda, and um, none have been particularly successful, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it maybe it's almost like it should have just been left alone. Yeah, well, apparently, uh, what's his name? Um, the director of the most recent one. Uh, that everybody hates. Um, oh, I, I liked it, kind of. I mean, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. But it, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with all the the rancor. Pardon the pun. <laughs> pardon the Star Wars pun. But apparently, he like dug up the old Yoda like stuff from like <laughs> the Star Wars archive to like try to painstakingly re- recreate the puppet. Um, it still looks kind of off, in my opinion. What are you going to do? You know, who gives a shit? It's like a fucking movie. Let's move on. Um, another thing, another point of contention is that um, for some reason, uh, Trevor decides to go get some milk from the neighbor and Raquel um, interprets this as him him having an affair with that neighbor. Um, is that a thing that people Mrs. still Bird. do? Yeah, Mrs. Bird. Was she the one that um, was in that uh, Neighborhood Watch episode? Not sure, but I know that it's Bird with a Y. Beard. Is that important information? Byard. Byard. information? Byard. How did you know it was Beard with a Y? Because it's in the script. <laughs> On well, Springfield, well. Spring, Springfield.co.uk. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's canon. I just, I just don't know. Um, 
Is that a thing that people still do? Like go to the neighbors to get a cup of sugar or a cup of milk? That's something that they did all the time, like in the olden days. Uh, I would never do that. I think I I do remember my mom like forcing me to do it once, like because she was like making a cake or something. It was like mortifying. And I, yeah. I, I feel like it never would have occurred to her if it wasn't just like a thing, like a trope. I was just acting out a trope of your... Uh, Katya, do, do, off, offhand, do you, do you know if they used to like go to the neighbors to get like food staples in Russia? Because like, you can't, uh, it's, it's hard I, to I'm get that light. I'm not sure if it's a thing in Russia because um, I've heard about it as well, that people do that. And I think it's easier to do because pretty much everyone lives in apartments. So, mm-hmm. you know, your, your neighbors are just like two steps away from you. But yeah. um, nobody really like talks to their neighbors, mm-hmm. I think. So, um, what if you I don't ran, know. I've never done that. What if you ran out of compote? Would you, uh, bar, would you go to the neighbors to, to get some of theirs? C- compote? Uh, you, you have to make your own, man. I mean, you can share with them, but right. I don't think you can take theirs. It's just not, like, not all of it, just like a glass or a mug, however you would drink it. <laughs> I think I would have a glass, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, a flagon. A, a wine skin. <laughs> a, a, a chalice. <laughs> oh man, I would love to have a chalice. Mm. If if anyone owns a chalice, please mm. send it my way. What about a, a grail? Ooh, that's a cup, yeah. right? The, the yeah. cup, the cup of a carpenter. What's the difference between a chalice and a grail? Uh, I think the uh, chalice has more rubies in it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think we're almost done with this. Uh, is, is there any like major event other than this sort of like baseline of Trevor antics that we need to talk about? Oh, there's a moose head. Uh, yeah, Raquel brings a moose head to the house, like a, which, tax, which... a taxidermy. Yeah, moose head. Oh, I remember a... one scene uh, that I thought was interesting is like the first morning after Trevor moved in. And the um, the harmonic, um, I mean the 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 tanners go into the kitchen because they're awakened by the loud music playing, mm-hmm. and they see Trevor sitting in this like completely trashed kitchen, and it seems like he's <laughs> eaten everything in there. And then it, they realize that no, he he's only been eating the like uh, oatmeal, and uh, the rest was Alf. And yeah. I thought that was clever because. Uh, it, it kind of gets you as a viewer as well. You also expect that that's yeah, what Trevor has done. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty good, uh, um, what's it called? Something, something oh. expectations. Misdirect. Yeah. Um, he's also blasting music, um, which I think is just generic rock and roll, but then they imply that it was Pink Floyd um, shortly thereafter. Yeah, I didn't recognize the song, so I just trusted them that it was Pink Floyd. Yeah, it definitely was not Pink Floyd. Um, so yeah, and the Moosehead um, brings to mind to my mind the the hilarious um, 
bit in Faulty Towers when there's a moose head. Um, and um, the uh, the major uh, thinks it's like a Japanese um, animatronic uh, because uh, Manuel is um, inside of it for some reason. Do you guys remember that? I, I, I don't think I, I have no I have no idea what you're even talking about. That's fine. For some reason, you sound like a robot, Cootie. <laughs> like oh, a bunny. Oh. Cody bunny. You can you can hear that too, Katya. That's not one of my yeah. shit issues. No, um, no, it's just Co- Cody's now a robot. Can you, Cody? Can you say this is Bonzi, buddy? I'm here to help your computer. This is Bonzi, Bonzi, buddy. You bring on for long today. Today. Oh my god, this is terrifying. <laughs> uh oh, got a baby crying. Probably means I should wrap it up. Um. Okay. And Cody's gone. All right. We should probably wrap it up. That's probably good enough, right? Yep. I mean, okay. the uh, the harmonics get back together. Yeah. If you were worried, if anyone was worried, it's all yeah. good. That's pretty much all, all you need to know. Oh, worth mentioning that um, what got them back together is a poem that Trevor wrote Raquel that was pulled from a Chicago song. Um. So we got Pink Floyd, we got Chicago, I got, uh, that's it. Uh, all right. You guys still here? Yes. Yep. Okay. Any uh, closing thoughts? Yeah, I, I just, I hated this episode because you have to feel compassion for these neighbors that are awful characters and are constantly depicted for two seasons as um, they, the, the tanners just dread being around them and they're jerks and they eat all their food. And then all of a sudden you have to feel sorry for them. So the whole thing is just fundamentally flawed and I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. There are a lot of episodes of like long running sitcoms like this, where like you finally get around to like, okay, here's the Apu episode. Let's do this one. Like, okay, that one's done. All right. Let's do an episode about the, um, the sea captain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the sea captain episode. He comes into prominence. Um, you know, same, same, same deal, similar deal. Uh, I don't know. Why I went to the Simpsons. I think they're particularly, uh, uh, guilty of this. Like, all right, here's another principal Skinner episode for some reason. Um, some good Skinner episodes though. I think, uh, well, there's one really bad one that everybody hates. Yeah, that's when I, that was uh, what I was thinking of. The uh, but there are some truly great ones. I think that one's called the principal and the and the popper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Katya, any closing thoughts on Elf? Uh, I actually disagree with Cody. I I kind of like the Ekmonics more than Tanners. I feel like there's actually more love in their family than there is in in the Tanners family. Um. Yeah, but uh, the only thing I wondered is that why is Al so mad about having to move back to the garage and he like, keeps saying that he has to collect all his stuff? Like, why does he own so many things? Yeah. What, what does... I think it's mostly... Uh, but not... maybe I'm just uh, being mean. Like, I mean, he has a right to have stuff, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I, just, I don't think... I think you're playing into, like, a joke that they would have in the episode where it's actually Willie's stuff. Um that he's 
yeah, pretending is his. Uh, yeah, I could write for Alf. I could. Like, <sighs> that's my golf club. Are you? <laughs> are you angling to get on the staff of the new uh, Alf reboot? Yeah, I'd do it. Hmm. Interesting. Call me. Call me, guys. I know you're listening. I know you're <laughs> listening. I know you're out there. Call me for the show. Okay. Hey, well, thanks, guys. It's been a, a bit of a hoot, I feel. Uh, good chatting with you about ALF. And um, uh, we'll catch you next time here on um, ALF is Back in Pod Form, the podcast about ALF. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>